I feel like keto has really opened up my eyes um, to quality of food, um, just where it's coming from. Um, I just, it just makes a world of difference. What's up, guys? Keto Coach Lauren here, back with another episode of KCL's Keto Corner. Today, I have a really cool guest who's actually a family member, um, and she actually started keto about the same time that I did um, back in 2017 in January, and I'm really excited to talk to her and have you guys listen because she focuses a lot on uh, keto and building muscle, um, I kind of, a lot of kind of what I do, but uh, she has a little bit different approach with carbs and things like that, so I'm really excited for you guys to meet um, Angela. So Angela, if you'll just introduce yourself and kind of tell us a little bit about how you came to keto and like what brought you here um, and how it works for you. Hey, my name is Angela. Um, I am 28 years old and I'm a local photographer here in Graham, North Carolina. Um, and like Lauren said, we are family. She's actually my niece, which is kind of funny because <laughs> we're the same age. <laughs> um, yeah. But so I came about keto probably about two years ago. Um, I want to say it was December of 2016. Um, I was actually invited to a Facebook group, which I think you were part of, Lauren. Um, right. Started by, I think, a mutual friend. And it was just a, a group of us girls that were interested in nutrition and fitness. Um, and we were all actually doing different things as far as like, our diet. Some of us were doing, I think, Weight Watchers, um, if it fits your macros. Um, and there was one girl on there that had actually posted about doing a ketogenic diet. And um, that's how I found out about it. And I never in a million years would have thought I would cut out carbs out of my diet because I am a carboholic. <laughs> well, was. <laughs> um, but anyways, that's kind of how I came about it. Um, she brought it to the group and she was trying it out herself. And she had actually, I think, been weightlifting for a long time and she looked amazing. So I thought, you know, why not give it a try? Yeah. So that was kind of the same mentality that I had, um, except I think you were more so driven towards building muscle, right? You didn't, you weren't really in it or like the weight loss or kind of share a little bit about that. So at that point, I think it, yeah, it was December. Um, and I was actually planning on going on a group, um, all inclusive vacation to Mexico with a group of friends. So at that point, I think I had just finished up like a building muscle phase just on a regular, um, like high carb, high protein diet. So at that point I was about to start dieting or doing a cutting phase. So I was just going to take the approach of how I had always done it. Just, you know, low calorie, low carb, low everything. Um, but since she had posted that, I was like, oh, you know, let me try this to just kind of shred some body fat before Mexico. So when I first started keto, it was more of a weight loss thing. Um, but you're right. I, I do focus more on uh, building muscle and maintenance right now. So and you still, I mean, not only the weight loss, but keto kind of is is good for you as far as health goes. Like you, you like the health benefits as well, not just the uh, 
the weight loss and all that stuff. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, you know, when I first started, that was the only reason. It was just like, oh, well, you know, it looks like something different, something fun to try, um, you know, something I've never done. So I saw really good results in the beginning. And the longer that I did keto, I realized how amazing the health benefits were. Um, and I've actually um, helped my mom get over her type 2 diabetes by kind of giving her a ketogenic diet to follow. I mean, she does higher carb than a normal person, but by implementing that, she's really brought down her blood sugar numbers, which is amazing. And while I don't have diabetes or anything, it does run in my family. So it's really awesome that I have that tool to use, um, just to avoid all the sickness and illnesses that do run in the family. So, yeah. Yeah. So you, you kind of use, uh, keto as a preventative measure versus like, you know, like she's able yeah. to control her blood sugar and everything with a keto diet. And then you're able to kind of prevent your, your body from kind of catching, not really catching, but developing that disease. Yeah. And, and it's also, it also helps that you're fit and you stay active and, and things like that. You also have your sister on keto. Um, so if anybody listening doesn't know, Angela is actually a twin. So she has a twin <laughs> sister. Um, and she's on keto, right? Yeah, she actually is. Um, and also my dad and his girlfriend. So I basically have like my whole family on keto, which is amazing. That's awesome. Um, and I, I did introduce it to my sister and my dad. So, and they've also been doing it for a while now. It's like just so sustainable. We just all love it. Um, it's just always yeah. something that we can fall back on. And even though they don't do it, um, I guess as hardcore as I do, they always come back to it, which, you know, is great. And it says big things about keto, I feel like. Yeah, I think a lot of people find that keto is just super easy to, you know, come back to number one, because they feel good. They, they like once you start keto, and I'm sure you agree, once you start keto, and you see the benefits of it, and then you go off of it, you realize like right away, like, oh, my God, I feel so much better on keto physically, mentally, everything. Yeah. Yes, I totally agree. Um, going back to the vacation that I was talking about, um, it, it was all inclusive. So I did keto up until that point. I think I might have had a cheat, maybe a cheat meal after um, doing it for maybe six weeks. But in Mexico, I did cheat every day. Um, I had lots mm -hmm. of carbs and I felt horrible every single day. Um, and despite that, I still ate carbs. And that's just where or that's how I know that I was kind of addicted to the carbs because even though I feel like crap, I just wanted them. So when I got back from Mexico, I, you know, jumped right back on the keto train and felt so much better. Um, and I rarely, you know, go off plan, but if I do, I try to like plan for it. So I don't go crazy because I know I'll feel like crap. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a euphoric thing where keto is just this, it's totally different than any other diet you've ever tried. And so one question I wanted to kind of ask you, um, so other people know, most people who follow me know that I count total carbs um, and very, very rarely do I subtract any kind of sugar, alcohols or fiber, but you kind of have a different approach. You count, do you count net carbs? Um, yeah. So usually, I guess, depending on my goal at the time, um, it depends on how many carbs I intake. Uh, right now I'm trying to build muscle just for the winter. Um, so I'm looking at about 50 net carbs, um, which is probably higher than most 
people, most keto people that I've come across. Um, I guess part of that reason is just, you know, my old carb loving self, (laughs) but, um, I feel like that number works good for me and it kind of gives me a little bit more energy in the gym to, to lift weights, um, to, you know, last through my workout. Um, and now when I'm trying to lose body fat or, you know, enter a cutting phase, I'll bump it down to maybe 30 to 40 net carbs. Um, I've never really done anything lower than that. I just never tried it. Maybe that's something I could do in the future, but right now it works for me. Right. So, but, and, you know, for those who are listening, most people, you know, are, are always told like 25 to 30 net carbs, that'll get you into ketosis and a good state. Now, when you first started keto, did you have the same like um, thought process? Like, did you follow the same amount of carbs? I think, I think you're right. Maybe when I did start, I probably did do lower. Um, okay. So I can't really remember two years ago, but I'm pretty sure I probably did start low just because I didn't really know what I was doing yet. Um, so I was scared of all the carbs. Um, so I just probably stayed low until I was fat adapted. Um, I think about a year in to keto is when I started experimenting with it. Um, I actually got one of the blood, um, ketone meters, the keto mojo. Um, Mm -hmm. and I would test my ketone levels, just make sure I was in ketosis and fat adapted. And then from there, I, I started, uh, raising my carbs just a little bit until I got to 50. Um, now that I think about it. Yeah, just to kind of see your tolerance. Yeah, just because I wanted to see how much my body could handle before I got kicked out of ketosis or anything like that. Um, and it seemed like 50, 50-ish carbs, net carbs was a good number. Um, so if, if I was counting total carbs, it would just depend um, on the day, I guess. But I've always done net carbs, and that's always worked for me. Um, I know for yeah. some people it, it can stall them or um, other things like that, but yeah. Yeah, no. So, I mean, it's good for people to hear this and, and you know, not initially think, because I know there's several people who know you and, you know, you share macros on certain foods you eat and stuff. And I think they all question, you know, how many carbs you eat total net and all that. But really, it's just yeah. about finding like where your body is happy. Because like for me, I know like over 20 total carbs and I feel terrible. I have like brain fog my workouts aren't as good and so one thing that I like to drive home to people is like it's it's crucial to find out like what works for your body and so it's neat that you found that for yourself oh yeah that is true everybody is different so it 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 really does you know benefit you to just kind of do keto your own way just see what works for you but I would recommend like starting like out low and then kind of adding them in just to see um, but yeah, everyone's different. So it is interesting. Right. Now, what, if you don't mind, what do you typically keep your like ratios at fat and protein wise? I know this is kind of a controversial. For me, I follow about a 70, 80. You there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, my ratios look about, um, I would say fat is 70%, carbs 10%, um, and protein 20. So because I do do the, um, higher carb, it's not the normal 5%. Um, so on a typical day I'd eat like 
82 grams of protein, 50 net carbs, and maybe 140 fat. And, you know, it always varies just depending on my diet that day or what I feel like eating. But, and it also depends on if I'm in the building phase or just cutting phase. Um, so yeah, that makes okay. sense. Yeah, total sense. Like I said, like, you know, everyone's totally different. So for me, I function better on like a 78 to 80% fat ratio. And, you know, I just did an IGTV video on on that. And uh, there are people who are saying you're not able to lose body fat with that high of fat. But I mean, honestly, it just depends on the person. And so obviously, you found what works for your body and, and cutting and building and, and just the ratios that work for you. So that's just another way to kind of encourage people to find what ratio works for them and, and just to kind of experiment. Um, yeah. But I, I was going to ask you, so obviously um, people aren't aware, but uh, if they go to your Instagram, they see that you're into like fitness and lifting and workouts. And so kind of tell us a little bit about how it's been being keto uh, and building your muscle and uh, then versus being carb based because, I mean, you were lifting prior to keto, but it seems you've built most of your muscle on the keto diet. Yeah, um, that's one thing I was a little bit worried about whenever I did start the keto diet, because you're right, I was uh, weightlifting about, I guess, maybe two years before that, um, just kind of on and off um, the first year, you know, obviously nothing serious, but I really got into it um, probably around year two. And then um, right after that, I started keto. but um, I will say that when I did start keto, I did notice um, a lot of energy, like lost um, in the beginning. I just wasn't able to lift as heavy. I was extremely tired, but that was, you know, maybe the first two or three weeks um, around maybe a month or so in. I really felt like I got my energy back. Um, I would bump up my fat just to see if it would give me more energy. And it did. Um, so I just kind of played around with my ratios um, at that point when it was early on just to see what would give me more energy and all. Um, but yeah, I, I do know that I have built muscle on keto um, just by measurements, um, pictures, progress pictures. Um, it's totally possible. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, I just, I've been playing with different ratios of protein and stuff just to see if it would help um, build muscle. And um, yeah, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, total sense. So I mean, that's one of the things that I try to share a lot about is like, you know, the controversy of, oh, you can't build muscle on, you know, lower protein or you can't build muscle without carbs. But I mean, obviously, you know, I've, I was not a weightlifter at all prior to starting keto and my weight loss journey besides a little time, time frame in high school. But I mean, I've literally changed my entire body composition on keto and built a ton of muscle on keto. So that's one thing that I like to, you know, focus on and, and make sure that people understand is that it's totally possible. It's just, you know, the world is not accepting of it because they oh, have yeah. that old, old school bodybuilder style, you know, uh, exactly. thought process. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's all how, go ahead. Sorry. Um, yeah, that's all I've ever heard is, you know, you need carbs to build muscle. And that's, you know, whenever I started my fitness journey, that's what was instilled in me is like, you know, eat all the carbs, eat very high protein, don't eat any fat. 
um, and is just totally backwards on keto. And it's just amazing that what the body can do. So I really love it. I totally agree. And not only like, are you able to build muscle, but you reduce inflammation. I don't know about you, but like for me, lifting on keto has like, it's completely changed my body as far as like my joint health and like the aches and pains. Like I, I remember back in the day when I used to do some lifting, like I had terrible knee problems. Like anytime I try to exercise and I was doing just like a regular carb based diet, like I always had knee problems, but like for me on keto and lifting, like I'm able to lift heavier. I'm able to feel like optimal and not have any joint pain. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I never really had any joint pain, but I will say it did help. Um, I mean, I know this has nothing to do with weightlifting, but it did help clear up my acne. I had really bad acne before I started. Um, so my skin is, you know, amazing. And um, and with my husband, he actually did dabbled in keto for a little while. And I feel like it did help out his joint pain um, a lot. So and I've seen and heard other people say that. So that is amazing. Yeah. So now, um, for the people listening, Angela's husband is my uncle. Um, so Matt, I do remember Matt kind of trying keto out and he does it from time to time, but how is it for you living with someone who doesn't do keto, uh, and, and you having to stick to it? Like, what is that like? Um, it was really hard in the beginning when I was first starting keto. Um, because you know, like I said, I was a carbaholic and he would just be over there eating, uh, like chips <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. rice, potatoes. Um, but you know, when I first started, I was like extremely dedicated. I'm really proud of myself, but, um, you know, after a while he wanted to try it. So I was like really excited to be able to cook us both keto meals. Um, and he tried it for a while and he actually lost weight too quickly which you know is every woman's dream um but it only happens to men (laughs) um he decided that it wasn't really right for him at the time so he did take a break so there's been several um points you know uh over the last few months and years or whatever that we both aren't on keto so it is hard but now I just feel like I'm so into keto and the way of eating and it's just my lifestyle I really don't care like he could eat ice cream in front of me it's fine yeah so So um, that's kind of like how it is for me so I mean you know Tyler he uh he's been doing keto since January of this year and he lost quite a bit of weight but um you know the past probably like two months he's been just on and off and the past like three months or three weeks he's just been completely off and so Like, you know, people ask me all the time, like, how do you handle that? How did you go through the first, like, you know, year of losing all your weight and not having your husband there to to help you or support you? And it's just kind of like, sounds like you have the same mentality. Like, it it was hard at first, but when you realize that you feel awesome and that this is a lifestyle for you, it it doesn't really matter like what your significant other's doing. It's it's all what works for you and your body. Yeah, exactly. I feel the same way. Yeah. So um, one popular subject that people talk about, and I know like we all have different views, but like what is your take on like, cheat days and holidays since the holidays have are are around right now like how do you feel about staying keto on holidays versus 
you know, not really, I don't really like to use the word cheat, but like just going off plan and, and indulging for the holidays. Um, I don't know. I guess I have mixed feelings on it. Um, sometimes I'll be like really strict and, you know, not go off plan. I guess it really depends on my goals. Like, um, for Thanksgiving, I actually didn't go off plan. I actually made a, um, like a a keto cheesecake. Uh, I brought that with me so I could have something sweet. Um, I mean, I guess I did maybe go a little bit off plan. I just had a couple bites of like macaroni and stuff like that, but very little. Um, but usually if I'm going to cheat, I'll, I'll try to plan it out. So I don't go too crazy because like I said, it does make me feel awful. Um, but I feel like if you have that mentality of, okay, I really will get back on plan after today and you know, you'll stick with it, then I think that's fine. Um, I think cheat days for people that are really like weak when it comes to that stuff or have a lot of weight to lose or, you know, they're just beginning in their journey. Um, I think it's best to just kind of refrain from that and maybe, you know, stick to it a little longer until you're maybe at a good weight or maintenance weight um, to where it won't wreck your progress. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, you know, with coaching my clients, I ask them when they join if they'll be willing to not cheat for four weeks. And, you know, they're like, uh, I think, but like, you know, and it's so hard to, I guess, like being where we are and we've been doing this for almost two years, like telling someone who's just starting out, like, no, it's not okay to have cheat days, you know, but I find that it's easier. It's almost like if you stop viewing food as like cheats, and you can kind of gain that control in the beginning and, and set yourself up for a yeah. good, you know, starting point and then kind of explore it. I feel like people, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those people who I don't like to view food as cheats just because it's a, it's, it's a bad mentality for someone like me who used to have like a binge eating disorder and used to yeah. like, you know, cycle constantly and yo-yo diet all the time. So, um, yeah. But I, I definitely agree. So now before you found keto, what, like what kind of diets and stuff were you doing prior to like cut and build and, and all that? Were you just calorie counting or? Um, yeah. So when I first started, um, I literally knew nothing about the gym or eating right. Um, I was just actually really skinny and like kind of skinny fat, I guess they call it. Um, so I really didn't know anything about it. Um, so I actually did get a trainer. Um, he worked at a gym um, locally. Um, anyways, he was great. You know, he taught me a lot of stuff about weightlifting and, you know, I would go to him a couple times a week and he actually came up with a diet plan for me, which was basically um, a clean eating diet. I'm sure you've you know heard of that, like chicken, brown rice, broccoli. Um, yeah. And at the time I didn't know that I was eating very little, but now that I know a lot more about nutrition and food, I was probably eating like 12 or 1300 calories, um, and burning so many calories during the week. Um, but anyway, so I guess one of the diets that I've tried would be that clean eating, um, just a typical boring diet. (laughs) Um, and then I've also tried if it fits your macro style, which is, I guess, basically the same thing as clean eating, but you can fit in, um, certain treats and you know you can still eat unhealthy and that's what I was doing um probably the middle of my journey um was just eating healthy and then trying to shove in ice cream and brownies 
and stuff as long as I can fit my calories. Um, that, that was right before I found keto and I was just, I just felt gross and, but I just kept doing it because that's all I knew. I was like, Oh, well, you know, these fitness people on Instagram do it. So, and they look ripped. So I'm just gonna keep doing it. Um, so that's what I did for a little while until I found keto, those two diets. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember, uh, doing if it fits your macros and like, (laughs) I remember always trying to just, and and a lot of people who have success with if it fits your macros, you know, they'll, they'll preach the 80% clean foods, 20% like treat foods. And I guess if that like works for your mentality and, and whatever, it's fine. But for me, it was like, I didn't have that. I would just fit whatever I could in my macros. I didn't really care about food quality or like where my nutrients were coming from or, or whatever. And, uh, and I think that's a lot of the problem with like the society these days. Yeah. And that's where I was too. Like I could care less about the quality of food and I feel like keto has really opened up my eyes, um, to quality of food, um, just where it's coming from. Um, I just, it just makes a world of difference. Yeah, no, I agree. So now when it comes to keto for you and looking at the food, um, you know, obviously when you first hear about keto, you think, oh, I get to eat all the cheese and the bacon and the, you know, all this uh, stuff. But like, how is your, your approach to keto with what kind of foods and stuff that you eat? Um, I guess if I had to explain it to someone, I would just tell them to focus on whole foods, um, cut out the refined and sugary carbs, um, and just really focus on healthy fats. Um, so, you know, I, I do eat dairy and stuff like that, but I always try to make sure I buy organic and, you know, grass fed beef, um, grass fed meats, stuff like that. Um, just because I care about what's going in my body. Um, and I will eat, you know, keto treats such as, um, like the quest, Quest uh, tortilla chips, um, stuff like that. But I really try to stay away from products that claim to be keto, such as like um, the Mission low carb tortillas that have wheat in them or stuff that have crazy sugar alcohols. Um, I try to keep it as clean as I can, but I do allow myself treats. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I have the same mentality. Like, um, I mean, I, I think it's great that they're coming out with, like, like Quest bars are available for people, especially people who do count, like, net carbs and, and things like that. But um, I think that a lot of what people are missing is food quality. So, like, on a, on a regular day for you, what is a typical, like, day of eating for you? Um, let's see. So, I always start my day off with um, coffee. Now I don't do the bulletproof or anything. I just do regular coffee with maybe a tablespoon or two of heavy cream, um, and some, um, some kind of sweetener, like a Swerve or Truvia, like erythritol based. Um, and then for breakfast, I do like maybe eggs and bacon, avocado. Um, I also do like a lot of baking. Um, I do a lot of keto treats and keto biscuits, stuff like that, that I just find online on blogs. Um, so like for instance, this morning I had a egg and bacon and cheese biscuit, like a keto biscuit. Um, and for lunch, maybe like a keto chicken soup with no noodles. Um, dinner, I usually have like, uh, grass fed beef, like burgers, like bunless, maybe with some 
mayonnaise, um, cauliflower, rice, avocado. I always try to, you know, incorporate those healthy fats. Um, and then for dessert, maybe I'll have like a slice of keto cheesecake or some strawberries and dark chocolate, Lily's chocolate. Um, just keep it simple like that. Yeah. So, I mean, like if people were listening to this and they had never done keto or eaten keto, like those all sound delicious to me. <laughs> and, <Yes. laughs> you know, it's one thing that, that I like to point out too is like, so it sounds, and I'm just assuming, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you have a sweet tooth, like a natural sweet tooth. Yes. Because <laughs> you do a lot of keto baking and stuff, which is the same for me. Like I, that was one of my things starting keto. I was like, look, I've got to find something to replace my, you know, chocolate chip cookies or my dark chocolate or whatever. Like I've got to find a replacement because I have that sweet tooth and it's never going to go away. And though the cravings have kind of, you know, subsided and gone away with keto, my sweet tooth will forever stay. That's just who I am. There are some people who are salty. There are some people who are sweet. And so for you, it was important to find keto treats to make sure that you had in place, correct? Yes. Um, I'm a huge sweet tooth. <laughs> well, I have a huge sweet tooth. Um, so when I first started keto, um, that was my main concern. I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? And I will say in the beginning, um, I didn't really have keto treats because I didn't know anything about making them or anything. And keto is fairly new at that point. Um, so you know, when, when I'm bulking or trying to build muscle, I will allow those extra treats and stuff. But I do feel like the more that you eat them, the more that you do crave sweet stuff. So in the beginning, mm -hmm. when I was doing keto without all the, sh the, the keto treats, um, I felt like I had less, um, cravings and I could go, you know, weeks without eating something sweet, which I would really love to get back to that point. But right yeah, now it's, it's hard. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to break that for sure. It's like, it's almost like when you get to that point and you finally hit that mentally strong, like, I don't need this. And then you introduce it again. You're like, crap, why did I do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah I totally so. agree. So as far as the baking goes, um, if anyone listening hasn't visited your page they would know but you have actually started like a, a little hustle on the side you're, you're selling your little keto baked goods right yeah I actually started um I guess a couple months ago um I just had so many people asking me when I was going to start selling stuff because I guess they would see me posting all the desserts on my Instagram page um so I was like oh what the heck so I you know did my first batch and I had so many people interested um, which I would love, absolutely love to do as a business, but you know, as you know, I'm a photographer also, so I stay super, super busy. So I haven't really had a lot of time, um, to bake and sell, but in the future I would love to, you know, make some more time and actually yeah. sell some more. So we, we yeah. should, uh, we should collaborate. I should open up my storefront with my personal training gym and keto coaching, and then you can have your bakery and photography business. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, what's cool, what's cool is that like in our small town, I mean, I feel like almost everybody's doing keto just because of word of mouth. And so the fact that you yeah. offer these keto friendly options for people is super nice. 
Yeah, um, it. I really do feel like it's grown so much, and I love it. I mean, whether people are doing it just for weight loss or health, um, it literally has, like, doubled since I started, and I just love it. Um, but that would be awesome to do that one day. Um, yeah. Right now. Yeah, it, it's super busy otherwise. So, yeah. um, so, I guess my next question is, like, has keto taught you anything about yourself you didn't know prior? Like, have you learned whether it be like you about your body or like, you know, anything in particular, have you learned anything new about yourself? Um, I do feel like it has taught me a new level of like discipline, <laughs> um, as far as food goes, uh, as you know, before I, I feel like I couldn't control myself around sweets and carbs and things. Um, and it, and keto has just taught me like, you know, I can do that. I can refrain from carbs. I can refrain from sugar. I don't have to have, you know, 200 grams of sugar every day. Um, and it's just, I guess, taught me patience also with the, with the weightlifting and building muscle, you know, it is possible, but it just takes a lot longer than someone on a carb heavy diet. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think that I think that's one thing that uh, you know. Obviously, you can build muscle, but you've been doing this for two years, and it, it is a little slower than than a carb based diet. I can attest to that too, for sure. Yeah, but it's worth it, for sure. Yeah, no, totally agree. Especially when you like, I I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm able to eat more on keto and lose weight. Um, yeah. Than, than like. You know what I mean? Like if I was on a regular diet, I feel like I can, I'm able to eat more and I'm not sure why that is, but I think it has yeah. something to do with the fact that, that you're also like healing your body as well. Yeah. I feel the same way. I remember, um, uh, back when I first started or maybe in the middle of my journey where I would just be trying to lose a couple pounds or a little bit of body fat just to, you know, uncover some muscle. Um, and it, it was literally like I was starving on even on maybe 15, 1600 calories and on keto, um, I, I dieted, you know, last or actually this year for a while, um, just for vacations and stuff. And I never really felt truly restricted, um, which I love. And I think it has a lot to do with, you know, the higher fat. It just keeps you full a little longer and you get to have amazing food. I mean, what diet lets you eat all this amazing food? <laughs> exactly. So. No, I, I totally agree. Um, so I guess kind of, do you have anything in the works? Is there anything big coming up for you? Like, is there anything, you know, keto wise that, that you're, uh, striving for, or do you have anything uh, you're aiming for? Um, not really. I'm just kind of enjoying not being in a deficit right now. So I'm like mm-hmm. having fun baking and eating. Um, just right now, my main goal is to build some serious muscle so I can uncover it when it becomes bikini season next year. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing crazy. I mean, I would love to experiment with maybe changing up my ratios, maybe trying the lower carb like you do um, just to see if it makes me feel better. Cause I guess I wouldn't really know since I've always done a little bit higher carb. Um, so yeah, maybe something like that. Now, how long will your building phase be? Um, my plan right now is I just started about a month ago, so probably from 
probably until maybe February, March. So yeah. I just want to give myself, you know, I mean, I know that's not really long, I feel like, but I'll be going to the beach well, in May, so I don't have to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, um, I think if, if you train right and uh, if you're eating enough, I think you can definitely do it. Yeah, hopefully. So that's my plan for now. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, so where can people find you on social media if they want to follow you? Um, so my Instagram handle is underscore skinny and then the number two and then fit F I T. So they can find me there. Um, that's where I post most of my keto stuff, um, uh, recipes and just food ideas. Um, but I'm assuming that people listening to this will probably just follow my keto page. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And also for the people listening, I'm going to link Angela's uh, photography business as well in the show notes, just because she has always done our family pictures. She's done my business uh, photos and she's just a fabulous photographer. So if you're in the Elements County, Burlington, Greensboro area, she is phenomenal at what she does. Um, all her family photos and stuff. And maybe she'll make you a keto treat one day. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> yeah, if you get time. But uh, thanks for uh, recording with me, Angela. And I will uh, be talking to you again shortly. Thank you so much for having me. Woo!